Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball themed board game ever. Actually, Coach, Hoopsters is sold out worldwide, completely sold out. So we've got a new sponsor tonight. Hmm. Um, oh. oh. Hi, this is Coach, and if there's one thing that we can be sure that every true sports fan loves, it's beautifully designed wallpaper. That's right, Coach. Sports fans love beautifully designed wallpaper, and I'm not talking about those garbage prints at Sherwin-Williams. Hell no! I'm talking about the artfully designed patterns from our friends at Paperbird. Those rule. From geometric and modern to classic and vintage, these are the patterns that will set your walls apart. Plus, it's peel-and-stick wallpaper, so no more fussing with liquidy glues and brushes and stuff. Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non-toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. Okay. Three, two, one. Cue coach. Today on Sports Wednesday... We're staying positive this week with something good to share. Unless you're my brother, and then it's only pain. Prediction pain. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday! Worldwide. Sounding great. I usually, when I do Sports Wednesday like that, my story usually comes in, so I was kind of waiting for him to kind of know it was a hit it. <laughs> I love the hit it. Well, yeah, we ought to, we probably should touch base before the show. That's all right. Welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means big stories. We know them. The details, we get them wrong. If you're <laughs> cool with that, we'll have a show. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus, or as my co-hosts call me, B to the M to the O to the C. Joining me, as always... Basketball legend Matt Longley, how are you, Coach? I'm doing good. Doing great. Now, another long day of, uh, of teaching and coaching. Yeah, yeah. Another another grind at the office, but, I mean, it, it wasn't that bad. I complain. Good, I complain, but I'm okay. Just, just a few days left, Coach. Oh, I know. Just a few days left, and then Coach, uh, coach uh, drinks for 62 consecutive I days. I do. I am a hell of a summer drinker. That's right. I'm sober tonight, everyone. Just letting you know. Hey, everybody. All right, and then with the sick guitar <laughs> licks that set the show apart, that's live music on a sports podcast that's then recorded and then played back. And just pretend it's live. It's the maestro. Oh, he's talking to us. Brian Hake, how are you, buddy? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about it a little later at the two-minute drill. But, uh, you know, it was a busy weekend. I got a uh, graduate, high school graduate now. Graduate. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations on that. We're looking forward to that two minute drill item. And uh, I, yeah, I've got, uh, I, I, you know, I've got a, a child who's supposed to graduate this year. There's three days left. It's going to come down to the wire. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm just Is kidding. it going to be a walk off? <laughs> I'm like 80, 86% sure everything's cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, inter- I've introduced everybody. It's time to tell you where to follow us on social media on Twitter at Sport Wednesday and then. On Facebook and on TikTok and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. That's the name of our show. Uh, there's just no space. Lots of great content there. Uh, been a while. Uh, I fell off the TikTok this past week. I'm going to try and get back up on that horse. Coach, how's the Facebook coming along? Oh, I'm just smothering it with content. Smothering the Facebook with content. I, no- I noticed our Facebook group's a little weird. It's mostly moms in your neighborhood <laughs> complaining about your grass. Well, at least they're paying attention. That's right. And then, of course, we're still on Cappuccino. Yay! The five, five or six of us are enjoying the heck out of it. Cappuccino is a app you download, and you can record short audio updates. Think of it as Clubhouse for the rest of us, because Clubhouse, you know, it's invitation only. It's for the younger kids. Uh, but it put, pulls together pulls together a, a daily podcast, and we choose a bean of the week. And uh, the beans got real this week, and here is this week's bean of the week. Ooh. Oh, here we go. Can't wait. I hope it's me. I hope it's me. It will be. 
Okay, so I haven't beaned in a while. Usually it's on Fridays when I have more free time and can do it. But here's something came up today and, and it's it's made me want to respond to BMOC. So to set the stage, basically, we have a bet with my brother. It's a golf-based bet. So the bet is with golf. We all know if you listen to the show or if you know BMOC and listen to his, Pete Brown says he has a thing with golf. And I got to call <laughs> bullshit on this. He hates and despises the elitism and the exclusiveness of golf and definitely professional golf yet he embraces and loves horse racing which man when you watch the owners and the people that are riding and everything that horse racing embraces seems pretty elitist and similar to me so i'm not sure what soapbox he's standing on and that how he can look at one and not the other but just saying he had a bad experience as a caddy because he didn't like to work. <laughs> didn't want to go back to work this. as a caddy. I think that was the story because he was lazy. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't want to get up and his dad made him work. And that, that soured his whole thing on working at golf courses. But I'm just saying, is it personal or is it real? I don't know. I know his connection. I'm not knocking his connection to horse racing. But it just seems like he's giving it a pass. So, do it with that, with whatever you want. Enjoy that. Bye bye. All right. So uh, that was a uh, damn. As I said, <laughs> coach, bring, bring in the heat. I heard that I was laying. Uh, I was laying in bed. It was like seven in the morning, drinking coffee, and I thought, you know, <laughs> when. When you constantly bring up things like soapbox derby and all those things in people's lives and in your brain, you know, you got to expect some of it back. So that's totally fine uh, there about me being a lazy caddy. Uh, you know, I kind of responded and coach responded and then started getting a little chippy. And then Meister is like, man, coach and BMOC, he's goading us out on text. He's like, wait do you hear what BMOC said. And then Meister drops a bean. Maestro drops a bean and he goes, those two are really getting into it over golf. And me a little bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, Mr. <laughs> Straw Mr. Needler. So, so I, wasn't, I wasn't sure. Am I supposed to respond to why I don't like golf and why I think horse racing is, is more of a people's sport? I'd be happy to do it. But I was, here's what I was thinking about. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So like uh, I spent before the show tonight, I was watching professional wrestling with my son. I am not a huge fan, but it's something we can do together. Right. And, uh, and he also likes uh, anime and, you know, I'll watch it with him, but I'm not a big fan, but like my wife was making fun of it and we had to ask her to leave the room because it was ruining our enjoyment of it. And I forgot the number one rule when you're a nerd and I'm the biggest nerd anyone will ever meet is, you know, be into your stuff and let other people be into their stuff. And it occurred to me that when I make fun of golf, I'm, I'm hurting Coach and, and Maestro's feelings. And their little baby diapers are getting soaked <laughs> with their, their little baby tears. Oh, I know? knew it was coming to this. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, I love and this. Then, and then I started to think, ah, Pete, you're such an asshole. I mean, if you think... Of any group in our society that's had a tough go of it, it's mildly affluent upper middle class white men who play golf. Oh. How could you do this to them? Oh my God! Yeah, because Bob Baffert's really struggling. He's really struggling, and he's only the trainer. But you know those owners? God, are they struggling? Struggling to push their two times together and really make a living? Because horse horse racing really is horse racing is really yeah, a yeoman's nothing, work. There's nothing worse than a upper middle class white guy trying to disassociate himself from his own class. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we've, gone. we've turned it. It's so funny because I knew that is, was exactly what you're going to say. And I was like, what will I say when Maestro accuses? Because here's the thing, guys. I, I, I do everything. I do everything <laughs> I'm supposed to. I, I, I have a stupid house in the suburbs and I mow my stupid lawn and I talk about gas prices with you and I own eight <laughs> pairs of khaki pants. Eight pairs of khakis. Let me have this thing. Let me have this thing that I'm not doing right. 
and you and and you shall. So you shall have. Hey, go ahead. I was going to say. So I'm pretty sure, Coach, that there's there's no convincing BMOC. No, no, no he no, will no. never. He will never be a fan of golf. And, and I think, I'm okay with that. I'm okay I think with that. That's part of the allure for us. Like it makes us enjoy it just a little oh bit God, more, yes. knowing that he despises Can, it. Now here's the thing. Could have we? On Friday or whatever, on Friday, could have we have had that whole text exchange or Thursday on a different thread with just you and I and kept him out of it? Hell yeah, we could have. But did, <laughs> but, but did I continue to do it over and over again and use more oh, golf jargon and talk it up and needle you to bring more golf jargon and bring up another golfer? Hell yeah, I did. I did that on purpose. So yes, I do enjoy it. I tried. I tried too. You guys are like... You're going to have to explain this bet to me again because I didn't understand it at the time. But you'd be like, here's the standing. But you were giving me like a screenshot. And I so then I try and look it up and I'm like, I can't even find these players names. What the hell's going on here? Oh, BMOC, you're a yeah, but yet you can you yeah. can read a trifecta and a, and a box trifecta. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I, I called you. I think I called you BMOC did. out. I said, "Like, what did you call him? You said the, the cave, to him. caveman lawyer." Like, yes, I'm just a simple man. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand your games of golf. I like the irony. The irony of this is yes. you two, who, if I, if if my math is correct, play one round of golf every four maybe. years each, <laughs> and I watch, and I probably watch maybe two total hours of golf a year. But I'm never going to let that go. I'm always going to come back to that. Do you guys think in the old days before TV, did people cover golf on the radio? Ooh. I mean, I, I will say I don't think golf was a big, a major sport till till TV came till on. Till TV came, yeah. Yeah. So well, I know we're going to talk more about uh, the PJ Championship. I will defer to your expertise, both uh, and coach. And we're just going to have to agree to disagree I, and about, I, if, if, about the, the sport of kings in golf. Here's the thing: sport of kings, kings asses. If I, if I, <laughs> if you ever agreed with me on this, then the world has something's something's gone horribly wrong. I don't ever want right. you to agree with me. This is this has and been some of the most fun I've had in a long time. Coach will have some serious dirt on me. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget, probably a dozen episodes ago, I did a little, you know, a little impromptu. Uh, I know that speech about golf that that yeah. he said he'd give me a B plus B. Yeah, B it was well thought out. It was, it was, it was for this show. It was way above the bar. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, but coach, co- coach, I'm just curious. Like, did I mean, was there a reason you decided to come at me? No, because I, have no, I, no, have no, I done something? No, because when 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 you did the the little things on the texts and like you were ah, doing caveman. What, and then I sat and I was there. like, wait, and then these I, are the same players. Yes, and then I sat there and I said, it was like a, as an aha moment. I was like, what the hell? He likes horse racing. And then it all clicked together. And I'm like, I can't let this go. I have to bean this up. So I really like the I really like the drinks associated with horse racing too. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Okay. All right. Well, that uh, that's the bean of the week. Be sure to hop on a cappuccino where it gets chippier than that, and leave us it. a bean. You can you could right now, listener to the show, one of the millions. And I'm just judging right now. We've got three hundred thousand on the live stream. So tomorrow's episode or Wednesday's episode could have half million downloads. You could get on cappuccino and be like BMOC. You are the dumbest guy I've ever heard, and then I will respond to it, probably with with a really good. Uh, Sociopolitical argument that's going to really make you feel a little bad, but that's okay. That's what I do. Nice. Nice. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I actually took some notes uh, under the bean of the week. It says feel bad baby diapers. Oh, I forgot to note too is that coach is coming off a string of just god awful, terrible appearances on the podcast. And so I thought that maybe <laughs> you were using cappuccino to kind of turn it around, oh you know, trying, trying to get your groove back a little. You son of a bitch. I will say about cappuccino, and I, I actually recorded a bean, but it was too dark, and so I decided not to post it. Oh, anymore. those are the best. I know, I, but here's the thing. I I was commenting on BMOC, BMOC because for a while there, he really raised the bar. It was really entertaining beans, uplifting, <laughs> and like the last few have been like just him throwing shade. 
Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? You gotta, yeah. you gotta bring it back up. Bring the energy back up. We'll do. We'll do. And Maestro's, Maestro's got such a deep voice. He's like, oh my God. Maestro. <laughs> Can you- Saturday morning. Yes. It's 6 a.m. I'm just sitting here having coffee. <laughs> you know, it's beautiful out. Like, there's, you know, it's like 80. I just fed the gimp in the basement. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Dark. No worries. Uh, okay, well, that's enough darkness, but uh, Cappuccino, <laughs> an interesting social experiment. I encourage you all to join. When you download the app, just search Sports Wednesday, and uh, it's an open group you can join right away. All right, uh, that's enough darkness. We we are getting to the show. Maestro, I didn't ask you to do music, but we, we need some music to uplift us because this is something good to share. Oh, boy. Let's see what I can come up with. Oh, yeah, you will. Something good to share about sports. <laughs> Something good to share about sports. We got it. We got to just. You should never prepare because oh when you just play off the cuff, We've it's amazing. Said it. Out the buttski is the betski. <laughs> That's right. And so, uh, and I've been listening <laughs> to uh, like something from Letterkenny. Right. Been listening, been listening to a fellow uh, Buckeye State uh, sport podcast, and they do best and worst. And you know, that's not something like they own. But I thought, what if we did just best? What if we had we open the segment with here's just something good about the world of sports that happened, and we're oh. each going to share one, and we're going to go to Maestro first. Damn it. So I was thinking this was more holistic, not okay. really specific to sport. That's fine. Let's I mean, hear what you got. I mean, I will say I can preface this all by saying, you know, the, the sports world really right now is still, they still have a hangover about the whole Phil Mickelson thing and him winning the PGA yesterday. It was a big deal. He's the yeah. oldest winner. A good, a good, a good hangover. It's a right? good hangover. Yes. Yeah. People are doing pretty good. I mean, I will say there was some weird crowd stuff that happened on the 18th hole. I don't know if you guys saw that. People are freaking out about that. But, um, I mean, I think that's the big overarching thing that'll probably ride for a few more days. I know that there's, there's some NBA stuff going on and all that, all that. But my, my big take is that we're heading into Memorial Day weekend, right? Which is, you know, essentially the official beginning of summer. And, um, for me, I, I love badminton and I love cornhole and I love jarts and uh, <laughs> croquet. Jarts. And- <laughs> Do you have jarts? Because jarts have been illegal in this country since 1990. Oh, we, I grew up with jarts with the metal tip and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't get them. Bocce ball. Have- okay. No, I don't. I don't have them. They're, they're long gone. But no, I, that's, that's my feel good thing is that I, you know, I love backyard sports. You bring it. I know, uh, you know, last year we did lots of badminton and and that ring toss game. And so Mm -hmm. for me, that's my feel good thing. So I'm looking forward to graduation parties and cornhole and backyard Backyard sports, backyard sports. I'll tell you, I, I, Maestro, I love them too. And I follow a lot of, of game designers on my various socials and, uh, I just found this three, three buddies came up with this outdoor game and it's kind of, it looks really fun and it. I don't even know what you're pitching like hockey pucks, but it's almost like a round disc that's about the size of an 18 inch table. And, you know, it's got different layers and you're just sort of pitching it from 12 feet away. And uh, I got to send it to you because they're, they're in business making them on their own. I feel like we need to get one. It's called scoreboard with a K scoreboard. Scoreboard. Mm. Like score bar score. So it must be from Norway. You know, I'm always. I still think cornhole's the best tailgate game. It is. You know, we, we were pitching those um, washers All one year. We, we kept losing them, and yeah. Uh, but I, I still think there's something. Something's going to come along and knock it off the pedestal. Spike ball. We got spike ball too. Pickleball. Yeah. It's not a fan. I'm a, I'm a fan of spike ball. I'm not a fan of my pending knee blow. Yes. <laughs> my and, age. And MCL. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I love all those outdoor games. All right, coach, what you got? See, now I I feel like I'm gonna have to completely Stro completely change the the mood of this. I'm I, I'm going for the different. I'm going. I'm I'm completely changing what I said. Before, what I was gonna say before. 
All right. So for the third time. For the third time. So like he's talking about like summer and feeling good and all that kind of stuff. And and I was just sitting here thinking and, you know, I said that I had baseball tonight. But here's my feel good story is I have two boys who've played baseball at different levels and they're they're three years apart. Like they're not two years apart. They're, they've never really been in the same level. And I've really never been able to to coach them and I'm going to get a chance to coach them this summer. And you know what? Now I'm sitting here thinking, and tonight I got to go to practice and pitch to them, both of them BP, which I haven't done that ever on the same team. And, uh, you know, I, I, I get to do that and it's not going to be, you know, I don't know how many games we'll win. I don't know how much success they'll have, but, but I'll get to be on the field for once. Cause I, I, this may never happen again. This is a little sliver and I think I'm just sitting here thinking being Maestro got me in a nostalgic mode or oh my thinking God. and he's Maestro, pushed me Maestro down teed it up with teed it up with the, the the reverie of summer and then coach pays it off with a baseball and fathers and sons story. Yeah. <laughs> We're falling apart. <laughs> that was that's my feeling. Hey, he pushed me there. I was gonna talk about something completely different twice. That's if the, you build it. They were I love it. I love I'm sorry, it. Sorry, he got it. me there. Maestro, I blame you. You got me all soft and fuzzy. I, and so. coach, and I don't get soft know, and fuzzy. That was weird. So nice job. We know you feel the feelings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pour yourself a double bourbon. That's how I deal with mm-hmm. them. Listen, though, coach, uh, I'm just going to point this out because you're a baseball guy, and that's probably the first positive baseball thing you've said <laughs> on the show in like ten episodes. Easily, things are, I mean, things are looking even up. down here. You're down on the runner at second, and you're down on all the no hitters, and you're down on the launch yes. angle, and yeah. So I'm, I, I'm, I, that's a great one. I had no idea that. I'm we sorry, he got me there. I hope that didn't ruin the podcast. Yeah, mine's gonna suck. No, Thank you. sorry. Uh, what do you got? What do you got, BMOC? So, uh, so I here's what I'll do. I'm gonna go ahead and steal coaches back. Wanterius Bryant, coach. Coach told us about him last week. He's the defensive end from Austin P. And uh, he drove all the way to Atlanta thinking he had a tryout, and he got there, and it turned out it was a hoax. And Coach had said someone had texted him. It was worse. Somebody called him oh. and, and, and said they were Dean Pease, the Atlanta Falcons defensive coordinator, former Kent State coach, by the way, Dean Pease. Oh. And, and uh, like so whoever that person is, there's a line in that you're a big asshole. Yes. That's, that's a, but that guy was so, he was so genuine on social media and he posted it, said, you know, about the mix up. And so here's the thing he's getting a tryout. He is going to the HUD tryout, which is uh, a sports agency that takes a bunch of college players that didn't get drafted together and the teams all come, including Atlanta, to, uh, to assess these players. So he is getting his chance to try Sweet. out for the NFL. Awesome. Coming I love up. That. It, yeah. And I love that. And I love how like social media, like, you know, the internet is, it's got, it's the best of us and the worst of us. Yep. But this story to me was the best of us. It was the worst of us for someone who thought that would be a, f- maybe it was a close buddy. I don't know. You know, and like, I'm a guy who has, I struggle with knowing where the line is on a joke. Oh, I've done that. You know, <laughs> right. All, but that's all, what, yes. that's what post is for. Yes. That's what fix it and post means, you know? Uh, so, so, I could see maybe like, I wouldn't be hilarious if I got long later, you know, yes. uh, but, um, but yeah, God, the fact that he drove there and they let him drive there, that is, that is, it's rough. a dick move. So, so I, I hope it's, by the way, he runs a four, four, nine, four. Someone's that's pretty gotta good. put him on a practice squad when you're that that's, fast. For sure. Yeah. That's just, it's a little slower than mine, but that's just pretty a little damn bit, fast. But not, not much. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope uh, I hope it goes well, and I'm I, I appreciate everyone who made that happen. That he's going to get an actual try. God, good people. I, I have faith in the world again. You know, I do want to I want to bookend this this bit with Phil. Um, I saw something. I don't know if it was on Instagram or or TikTok or somewhere, but it might have been Twitter even. But I think is this Phil McCravis? <laughs> Phil McCravis. <laughs> no, Phil. Was Phil was. Phil was halfway. He was, I think it might've been the first round. So I don't even know if he was in the leaderboard yet, but he was, uh, you know, getting ready to play a second shot and, uh, somebody had their camera going and a little kid was talking to him. He had, was having a conversation with this little boy, probably seven. I saw that. Probably seven. Yeah. Probably seven or eight. 
And uh, they strike up a conversation and Phil asks him, he's like, what should I hit here? And the little boy goes, well, if I could hit a three wood 260 yards, I'd play that. And Phil goes, I like the way you think. And he pulled out his three wood and crushed it and knocked it onto the green. And I feel like cosmically something was going on there that, you know, he that was that was good stuff. And um, I think Phil, one of those guys, he's very likable. He's a he's a good egg. And I think that carried him throughout that tournament because honestly, there's a lot of dickheads in golf, and yes. uh, Phil, Phil is not one of them. I mean, so to, so to uh, his detriment, I think a lot of people. Some people think he's too goody two shoes, but right now, I think goody two shoes was what we needed. And this is like last week, Maestro. You were explaining that if you win a major, you qualify for like 10 years. And you're like, so all these guys that won a long time ago, like Phil Mickelson, (laughs) they'll just show up and play because they qualify. And not only did he show up and play, but he crushed it. And then uh, I read too today that like he will fast for six days every July. Complete fast, just water and coffee. Oh my God. That's all he has. Yeah. He's got really bad, I think it's rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, he's, he's in pain quite a bit. But what's interesting about him, too, I mean, he's won a lot. I mean, he's won 44 times, I think, in his PGA Tour. But, like, he was one of those guys that didn't win a major for a really long time. And, you know, he was kind of plagued by that. But the PGA Uh Tournament, which is one of the majors, was the first one he won. And then it's sort of like, then he won a bunch. You know, I think he won, like, six or seven. And then to to have it bookend with another PGA, because I doubt he'll ever win another one. I think was a little bit, it was symbolic. Maybe I'll win a waste management. <laughs> you love the waste management. So what happened on the 18, the drama you're talking so what about? What happened you- was the, the, the floodgates opened and all the, all the fans jumped on the fairway, like oh. and swarmed him. Like he literally almost got tackled after he hit his second shot. And it was about, I don't know, 10, 12 feet from the hole. I mean, that was pretty much it. He won. And yeah. so people just lost their shit. And I think they couldn't hold the crowd back. Yeah. And so like they swarmed him, like they swarmed the whole for- fairway to the point where they had to carve him out. Like he had to walk through the crowd to get, you know, that 300 yards to the, to the hole to finish. the. Yeah. But that's, that's Tiger's life. That's what Tiger lived for. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Well, ah, it though. I can't believe we talked this much. Golf and I haven't heard an Irish accent once. I know. Let's hear it, Coach. I want you to give me Irish accent play-by-play of Mickelson getting mobbed on 18 as he's trying to make it his way up the fairway. Okay. <laughs> I don't even that, think Fer- I don't even think Faraday was there. I didn't hear him. He's not there because he's he hasn't been uh, talking golf for a while. But Mickelson's making his way up the fairway. Holy cow! Look at the crowd; they're absolutely <laughs> all over him. He can't. Breathe. Brooks Kepka's gone down. He's claiming conspiracy. <laughs> this is incredible. Him. This They're is incredible. Phil Mickelson at 78 years old is going to win the goddamn <laughs> PGA. And he had a he had an exemption to get it. This is incredible. This is better than John Daly's lever. Incredible. 200, Phil was 200 to 1. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that's a that's a lot of good stuff. I feel uplifted by those stories. That was good. That was the point of that. Good, good, good. good. Uh, that means we got to get right into then the important business of betting with Coach's brother. Because we're betting with Coach's brother. Oh, yeah, we're betting with Coach's brother. All right, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Coach or Maestro, you guys recap what the bet was. I didn't quite. I, I do understand it. Like we picked some long shots, and our long shot did better than Bretta's long shot. But Coach, you you were with Bretta when that was going down, weren't you? Uh, actually, I wasn't because it happened on. Friday and I I didn't see him till almost nine o'clock on Friday. Oh, because okay. So who did we have? We had, Bubba? we had Bubba Watson. Okay, and he had Craig. Well, let's, well, let's Charles. Let's back, yeah, let's back, back it up. up a little bit. Back so we okay. So we picked five guys yeah. that were all a hundred to one long shots to win, and they were all 
well named well known guys, guys that have won majors or you know have won a lot on the tour. So, you know, big name guys, but they were all long shots. Uh, we had, we we Sergio Garcia, Bubba Watson, Charles Schwartzel, Schwartzel, uh, Adam Sorry. Scott, and um, Jason Day. Those were the five. They were all all five of them were a hundred to one. And we put it out to coaches Bretta. Right. And he had first pick. Had yes. First pick. And he, he picked Schwartzel. He picked Schwartzel. And we picked Bubba Gump. Yep. And our guy made the cut and his guy didn't make the cut. Yep. So we won at that yeah, point. Yeah, it, it was over on, on Thursday. So. so this is similar. And and we doubled down. That was my call. I said bake it ten. We made it ten. So we are now plus five. For the first time ever, probably against coaches. Yes, and he is ready to get back right after, right at it. He is not yeah. pleased. And uh, and the previous bet we won the Preakness was where we picked long shots. So we do well betting on which yes, losers, the slightly less losy loser. A bunch of losers picking the losers. <laughs> We're good at losers. So I feel like it's up to Bretta now. It is it's his. Yeah, he's thinking about it. He's doing. It. He's okay. picking an NHL bet right now. I know. Yeah. Okay, so uh, if he gets us one before, uh, you know, before next week's show, we'll put it on the socials. Yes, and uh, and we'll make our pick that way. Yes. So, okay. Yes. Uh, so how did how was he feeling about uh, finally being down money to us? He's embarrassed. He's like, you guys never beat me. This is embarrassing. I don't think you've ever been up, and he's wrong. We've been up because I still have it on my board when we were up like fifteen or twenty bucks. Yeah, there was a string of uh, college football or something in there yes. that we, we went up on, and we blew it. We blew it. So were you like, give me the $5 right now, I promise <laughs> I'll, gi- I'll give Maestro and, and BMOC their shares? Yes, but he, did, he didn't buy that. He's like, no, I don't how, trust uh, How did your golf game go, Coach? Um, it was really hot. I hit, yeah. let's say I hit a lot of shots that day, and one-fourth of them were good. So, okay. so that's okay. That's okay. Not bad. Yeah. And and your dad and your brother, do they play golf pretty regularly? My dad or? plays a lot and he was he did yeah. he did a great job. Mark doesn't play as much as he used to, but he's really good. I don't play much. And then the fourth guy we had had only played one other time. So at least I didn't look nice. that bad. And and as a golf coach, I assume you were giving them all oh, I was talking pointers the whole time. I, yeah. yeah, like, oh, I wouldn't hit it like that. <laughs> Not at all. No, no, no. All right. So uh, so we will wait to hear from Bretta, but this has just been an uplifting show thus far. This has been Benton with Coaches Bretta. We're betting with Coaches Bretta. The other lefty. Five bucks ahead. Nice. And uh, this is the part of the show. Now, we make uh, picks and we make predictions with our vast knowledge of sports. And then we keep track so that you can see how, how many times we're right and how many times we're wrong. And that explains to you in quantitative numbers uh, the value of the show. But we call this segment. Scoreboard of the year. And, uh, and the NBA playoffs are going on. I know you guys didn't want to do the show tonight because you wanted to watch that Bucks heat game. Uh, Bucks, uh, Bucks are way ahead, by the way. By 30. Um, last week's show, there was the play-in tournament was going on, and the winners, uh, we had four games to pick, were the Indiana Pacers, the Boston Celtics, the Memphis Grizzlies, Grizz. and the LA Lakers. Coach did super well. He hit all four, four out of four. Coach, nice job there. The, yeah. Maestro continuing his struggles in season four, one out of four, but that's better than B to the M to the O to the C. He was O for four (laughs) with his pick against coach strategy. And then we had a guest picker, which was the honorable judge, Gary Stroh's pounder who presided over last week's edition of the Wednesday court. If, uh, if you ever thought, why the hell would I go and listen to a back episode of sports Wednesday? Last week's is a good one because it's an entire court case where uh, Maestro sued coach over a point based on the Kentucky Derby yes. disqualification. Gary Stroh's pounder, three out of four. So here's where we are on the year. Coach, 
13 of 21. He's in maestro territory, 61.9%. BMOC, 8 of 21, 38%. That's where he's been every season for four straight (laughs) seasons. No improvement. Never gets better, never gets worse. And then Maestro, 7 of 21, he needs to turn it around 33%. And Gary's 3 out of 4 helps our guests improve to 7 of 18 on the year, Um, 38.8%. Everything's upside down. It is. It is the upside down. We got coaches saying positive things about baseball, and now he's he's winning here. And we talked about golf, and it was mildly compelling audio for the first time. <laughs> is, and we'll see. We'll see about that. We'll see. We're dominating our guests, so it's true. The best joke has to come out, but that's uh, that's what post production is for. It always does. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the show's uh, clicking right along, then, fellas. Let's get to. Uh, to this little segment where we like to clean up our mistakes or get things off our chest, or if we've seen something good uh, recommended to you all, we call it rants and corrections. Recommendations. <laughs> oh man, we uh, we assigned coach the recommendations. He's been he's been workshopping. He's been trying out different things. I I don't know how that one's gonna test coach, but I'll, I'll I get think that one's gonna test Hive with the eighteen to twenty eight demographic. It is uh, it is open mic style. Everyone signed up tonight, so why don't we go to coach first? What do you got? All right, I, I have a I have a rant, um, and it, it has to do with something I heard in my classroom. We have this thing in my classroom. It's called the goat board, and the kids can bring up anything that they think is the greatest of all time. They can I let them pick any category. They just have to have five to seven bullet points that support it, and it can't just be why they like it. So I said, okay, that's fine. So. Someone brings up the greatest drink of all time. All right. So I'm like, oh, and they said sweet tea. And I was like, oh, this won't win because they have to vote. And oh, my God, every kid's hand went up. They were in love with sweet tea. And I'm like, Gen Z loves the sweet tea. And I I was like, this is something when I was younger was only consumed in the South. And it's a sugary mess of I I can't stand sweet tea. Oh, I think sweet tea is is disaster. But it's it, it's in all over the place, and kids love it. Like what? It, I am completely confused. I, I, maybe it's not a rant. Maybe it's a rants and corrections and confusions because I don't get it. Like sweet tea, yeah. I, I've never been able to get it, and and it's sweeping the nation. And do your kids drink it? Yeah, they love it. Yeah, my daughter does. Ted, like I, I, Gen Z loves the sweet tea. I don't know what I, I don't. I think like McDonald's sells them six gallons for like 15 cents. They must because it, it must come in yeah. huge quantity. And Arizona has crushed the sweet tea market. Cause, yeah. But yeah, sweet tea. I don't get it. It's weird. I don't like sweet tea at all. A couple of years ago, I think um, Wendy's had a lot of different like goofy like mango, pineapple, sweet tea. Okay. Now I feel like those are like. Is that the same thing or is that? That's next like level. Like I'm saying straight sweet tea. Just like no flavors. Tea. Sweet tea, they're like, we think tea is nasty, so we're going to fill it up with as much sugar as possible. Is this like the sun tea we used to drink as kids? Oh, no, no, no. So the first, let me explain to you the first time I had sweet tea, because I had never had it. And then I went to visit uh, Rondolin's family, and they're from Kentucky, and sweet tea is something that they they drink a lot of. And they make it, but you make it on a pot, and you you do the tea, and then you put the sugar in it just like, I mean, it's a lot of sugar. And like it's still the tea is still hot, so the sugar kind of like melts into it. I mean, and it is like lots of sugar. I mean, and I mean, everybody's coach, like, I love this. Coach, you're no stranger to sugar, though. I mean, nope, I don't think I know that. I, I love sugar, but sweet tea, oh my God, it hits me like no. We're all waiting for the Christmas coach ruins by going off on sweet tea and Kentucky basketball. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Here's the end of it. Here's the end of my connection yeah. to my wife's family. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so sweet tea. Weird. All right, Maestro, what do you got? All right, so I'm I'm coming. I'm this is my 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 uh, coming out moment. Um, a couple oh, weeks ago, no, no, not, not that moment. You know, we kind of always suspected. We all suspected, but no. Sorry. Usually, usually, I never. Uh, I always say I'm always wrong. So why even have a, a correction? But oh my god, you have a correction. But I have a correction. You know, uh, BMOC said a couple weeks ago. I I called out. We were talking about the logo, the the Columbus Crew logo, and I said, "Oh, here we go, another C logo in Ohio." We've got the Cleveland Indians and the Cleveland Reds, and 
BMOC called it out, and I was like, no, I didn't say that. And I finally listened to the episode, and I was like, oh, shit, I did. So it is the Cincinnati Reds. Um, it's a famous, famous team. Go go Big Red Machine. Uh, so, yeah, I fucked up. You're, it's a wow. correction. We haven't had it's one of those in a long time. Unbelievable. Wow. Particularly from, I don't think Mice I know. ever had. Ever. I, I got to say that's the first one. I, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it going with, <gasps> with new stuff because I am giving like, you guys know I like quirky films. Right? Yes. I and 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 so when I say like the highest BMOC recommendation, I mean this is like, this is a film you're gonna watch and be like, I totally get why BMOC loves this film, but it, it just blew my mind when I watched it. This I loved every second of it. I'm gonna watch it again, and it was a 2018 film called American Animals. Have you guys either either of you guys watched it? I've heard of this. Uh, I have not. So it is. Uh, it it tells the story. It's it's here's the thing. It's, it's an a art heist, right? In a doc and a documentary in one. Yeah, and it's yes. like four college students who decide to rob uh, to 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 rob these precious books from the college library, and so. There's fictional characters um, portraying them, but then the real characters are in there in interviews and like these sequences. And then sometimes like they put the real characters in the scenes without you knowing, like they're driving down the street and they pass the real guy as he's coming out of his garage. And so it's just, it's done so well, the blending of, of documentary and fictional and, and nonfiction and, uh, I just loved it. And it, like they try at, at the end to make you feel a little bad for these guys and you don't really. So that moment of emotional resonance that could have paid it off wasn't quite there. But um, I just love this film so much. I love heist films. I love art heist. I listen to any heist podcast. I will listen to it. Oh, um, but this right. was like, this was, I'm actually writing a heist piece right now too. And so I'm just like, this is BMOC double thumbs up on American animals. Ooh, that's that is, that is a high praise. BMOC has got a swing, <laughs> and and you you guys would recommend that. I mean, you would recognize the the young actors in there. I, I like I, I'm like, oh, it's that guy from, but I don't know what their names. Oh, are. I, Eric something I think is one of them. But. So did you get this at Redbox or uh, did you get a, a net, Netflix CD? In <laughs> no, the, it, it was from Family Video. <laughs> no, no, we got we got Hollywood Video oh, down the street. Oh, still. I love Hollywood Video. Yeah, they don't they don't make you rewind. They don't. It's they're, the best. They don't want you to be kind. Yeah, it just popped up and I watched the trailer and I'm like, I'm watching this right now. I, yeah, I've just it's been so long since the film has delighted me for the entire length of its its duration. So well that's good to hear. Not not since the last time I saw you have I enjoyed it. Mortal Kombat! Not since uh, not since without remorse. Yeah, that's right. Oh my I god. I still mean I, I still maintain our without remorse argument was probably the best. It was good, very compelling. 45 seconds of audio we've produced. <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> We tapped a nerve. In 160 episodes. All right. So that's rants and corrections or recommendations. And that brings us right to the two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. Coach, why don't don't you tell us how the two-minute drill works? Okay. They call it the two-minute drill. We both get – we all get two pops at it. You get 20 seconds each pop. We can talk about anything we want. Movies that we loved. Books that we used to read. uh, Michael Chabon. Golf, anything that we want. But here's the here's the twist. And I love twists and heist films and all that good stuff. The twist is it's called the two-minute drill. We want it to be the two-minute drill. We actually set a timer for two minutes, but it never goes just two minutes. It always goes way over, way over, but that's why we call it the two-minute drill. All right. So uh, we are going to go Maestro Coach the Me Tonight. Maestro, are you ready? Uh, yep. Let's go. Noise. Your two-minute drill starts now. All right. So I mentioned at the at the up top that I've been doing a lot of you know prep, graduation, uh, backyard landscaping, all that good stuff. Um, working outside in the sun. It's been hot, um, and I felt I felt the ramifications of that today. I had a double cramp. You know what a double cramp is? Ooh. I got a muscle cramp in my leg, and I couldn't shake it. So then I laid on the floor. And then I got a cramp in my in my abdomen too, so I was laying there. I had a double cramp. That's the first in my lifetime, and it was it was amazing and horrible. The first double double cramp, cramp time. Welcome to fifty, Maestro. All right, Coach. Okay, so I, I've I've made some 
some comments about, and I'm not necessarily angry that there have been six no-hitters. I just think it's weird. There have been six no-hitters in the major leagues. But here's the thing. Madison Bumgarner threw a seven-inning no-hitter. So technically, we've had 6.75 no-hitters this year before the All-Star break. So I have double anger on that because, one, why the hell do they have seven-inning games in major leagues? And, two, it's not really anger, but... Can we now that we've got six point seven five? I the want them. Baseball anger's back. <laughs> I want no, no. I want them. I want them to get ten of them. I want them to go. The over under right now is nine point five. Can we get to ten? Will anybody take it? I'm taking the over. I want the over. No, no. Right. That's uh, six. Is in fact the record for one season, if I'm not mistaken. So we are point seven five yes. over the record, and it is not yet June. No. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Well, they're swinging for launch angle, coach. They're swinging for launch angle. I love launch angle. Uh, time. It's like Will Clark. All right, fellas. Uh, you know, you probably know this, but Julio Jones wants out of Atlanta. I heard that. There have been lots of rumors this week where he's going, and I am sorry. That thump you just heard was Baker Mayfield fainting. The Cleveland Browns are in the running on this. They have just what? they have just enough cap space to make it happen. They are part of this conversation. <gasps> Browns, Ravens, or New England. Oh He's going to go to one of those three. It would be amazing. Julio Jones, come to the Browns. Time, Maestro. OBJ, Julio Jones. Oh, my God. All right. Hey, I know this show comes out on Wednesday, but we're recording on Monday, and today is the 24th. It is Bob Dylan's 80th birthday. Are you? Boys, freaking kidding me? 80? <laughs> I feel like he's been 80 for a long time, but I will say he's got to be 90. Singer songwriter, 100 million records sold. Bob Dylan, happy birthday, buddy. Nobel laureate, winner of the Nobel Prize for Literature, Bob Dylan. I haven't understood what, uh, what's your, word he's What is your favorite all time Bob Dylan song? Go to Maestro first. Oh, uh, I, have no, I have no idea. I don't know any. Coach, I don't know coach. any Bob Dylan. <laughs> Dustin the Dustin all, all on the Watchtower. Let's go with that one. There, that's Jimmy. <laughs> no, no, that's that's a Bob Dylan song. Is it? Was it really yeah, Bob Dylan? Yeah. But Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone's good. I like. Uh, actually, he had this uh, album called No Mercy uh, that came out when we were college freshmen, and I played it. I it was in rotation in the the dorm radio station I worked at. It, oh yeah, ten people heard that. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Coach was a huge fan. He's like, one day I shall record a podcast with this guy. And everyone's like, what's a podcast? And he's like, just wait. Figure, wait for it. Just wait. <laughs> uh, but he has a song on there called Most of the Time, which I like a lot. And I also like that one. I can't. I don't know what it's called. It's like, Johnny's in the basement, mixing up the medicine. I'm on the pavement. Think about the government. Is that Oh, when he throws his signs? Yeah. Yes, I like that song too. All right. So definitely we have low Bob Dylan knowledge, but happy birthday oh. to Bob Dylan. LBDK. Okay, so this past week, I want to say Sunday, uh, the Indians uh, had to recall um, a player from their AAA team. His name is Owen Miller, which is not substantial for anybody's baseball knowledge. But here's the cool thing about it. Owen Miller um, was not going to cover off the ball in AAA, batting over 400. He got his uh, his major league debut was on Sunday, but also at the same time, his brother who lives in Wisconsin, Noah, that was his graduation. His parents wanted to come see Owen and his brother said, you know what? I don't care about graduating or being at graduation. I want to see you only get one major league debut. So they he jumped in the car, skipped his graduation, showed up at the Indians. His brother did go 0 for 4. <sighs> But he wanted to be there to for his big brother's chance, and I thought that was super cool. And his parents did. And I, I love, 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 and them going way over, when they show parents in the stands and a kid comes up for his first at bat and he goes yard or he gets a hit, and then they immediately throw the camera on that and the dad's got tears and, and the parents are going crazy. Love that. Yep. And I thought that was cool that his brother was there. He did get his first hit tonight. So I'm, I'm looking forward to like – 20 thanksgivings from now where he's like hey you remember when i skipped my graduation to watch you go over four <laughs> over four <laughs> it's gonna be the, Shut the like a lifelong little brother troll oh it's gonna be great, great. uh all right uh, time coach on that sorry uh fellas uh columbus native simone biles 
landed something called a Yurchenko double pike off the vault. It is considered the most difficult move only attempted by men, never attempted by women before, and she landed it. Impressive. I saw she it. She is. Um, I saw it too. I like it. She's amazing. I don't talk about gymnastics a lot, but then I saw this and I was like, God damn, that was amazing. And uh, and it's because she's from Columbus and she thinks the new crew logo sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that she that she was inspired to do this. I love That's it. That's right. And uh, and yeah. So I'm going to call time on that. And before we get to your bids, I should point out, like we recorded that crew episode. And before the episode came out, they had ch- decided to, to walk back this name change, and we never even readdressed it on the podcast. Do we need to talk about no, that didn't. at all? Nah. Nah. Yeah. Okay, well, at least they listened to the fans. They put the name back in, but they're keeping the shitty logo. So they kind of Trojan horse that logo. Keeping the shitty they really did. logo. So, Bastards. okay, fellas. Hang on, I better stop the clock. Okay, we went a little bit over two minutes. Not a lot, but I'm going to give the MVP of this show to whoever guesses closest. Coach, what do you think? Uh, like you said, I don't think we went that far over. I think this was one of our closest of all time. I'm going to say six minutes, <laughs> 23 seconds, six twenty-three point eight. All right, measure. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go eight minutes, four seconds. <laughs> Eight minutes, four seconds. Let's look at Maestro's closest. We went 625.47, <laughs> making him MVP for the 157th consecutive episode. Congratulations to Maestro. Uh, there being no other business to discuss, that's all the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next. And on behalf of basketball legend and baseball softy, Matt Longley, the Maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying... Good times, everybody. Good times. Is that Lover Boy? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.